and entitled Karen and her boyfriend make fun of my mother because of her physical handicap, causing her to cry in front of everybody. But I stepped in and I got revenge. Here's what happened. So yesterday, my family and I went out for a nice dinner and a trip to the movies. This is something we rarely do, since we live moderately far apart and we all work our own jobs. Our party included my dad, my mom, my sister, and myself. Everything was pretty chill and we were enjoying ourselves. The food was nice and the movie was kind of funny, but afterwards, nobody was expecting what awaited us moments later. When the movie ended, we started walking out of our row towards the exit. This cinema is rather small, so there was only one door. When I looked back up to see where the rest of my family was, I saw that my mother was arguing with a couple. The man was a balding middle-aged snob with thick glasses and an oily face, and the woman was dressed up in a black dress with a golden necklace and had a fake blonde Karen haircut. Both of them had this unbearably upper-classy I'm-better-than-you feel oozing out of them. It was pretty clear that they didn't want to get up to let my mother pass through. Now, you see, my mom has a medical problem with her knee. She wanted to pass the row in this specific direction. That way, she doesn't have to hodl through the whole length of the row just to get out. She tried to explain this to this entitled Karen, but instead of being understandable and reasonable, she ended up just making fun of her and taunting her. She even said, Oh, just climb over me, only to then moments later say, No, I can't let you pass. I want to see the credits. After a while of these two going back and forth arguing, this entitled Karen put her feet up on the top of the seat, right in front of my mother to block my mother from going this way. At this point, my mom was all worked up, and she started crying. She passed by me by the exit, taking the long way around, despite her knee giving her problems. Now, I don't take disrespect lightly, and I knew that if I didn't act now, this scene would follow me for some weeks. I remember that I still had my water bottle with me, and it was filled to the brim. So, I took it out, walked back to where the couple was sitting, and gave this entitled Karen and her boyfriend a refreshing shower, directly onto their bellies and laps. They clearly saw me coming and looked at me all smug and victorious. That is, up until the water hit them in their lap. This entitled Karen and her boyfriend looked shocked and had this, how could you look on their face? Her boyfriend, who also yelled at my mom previously, confronted me in a quiet and shaky voice saying, why did you do that? You can't do that. Because apparently, this entitled Karen and her boyfriend never learned that their actions have consequences. As I'm turning to leave, this Karen goes into full rage mode, and that's when she does something that is absolutely unbelievable. And to this day, I'm honestly still shocked about what happened. It was at this point that she started climbing over her boyfriend and the seats just to get to me. Her boyfriend yelled at her saying, please, leave it as it is. Don't do it. And just as I went through the exit, I realized that she made her way right behind me. I turned and she was standing there with her fists in the air, like two steps apart from me. I looked at her and we both basically got in an argument right there, with this Karen ready to square off against me. Now, as a side note, I'm a 23-year-old guy, I'm fairly muscular, and I'm big into fighting sports. I've been training both Wing Chun and Muay Thai for quite a while now, since it's fun and it adds to my overall fitness. Don't worry, I didn't obliterate this Karen. I also didn't really attack her. I just assumed my fighting stance and took a step forward and straight up asked her if this is really what she wanted. The entitled Karen was still there in all her freshly soaked glory, seething with rage. Now at this point, I kind of wish that she would try something, just so I can use some kind of self-defense against her. But she just kind of stared at me and then tried to punch me, but she missed completely. So I established some distance and I stared her down once again. The next thing I know, this entitled Karen ran back into the cinema and my sister 
and my mother were getting in my way to end the situation. The entitled Karen was hiding behind some people in the cinema. Eventually, her balding middle-aged boyfriend walked to the exit, saw me, and went wide-eyed again, completely overwhelmed with this situation. We then turned and left. A very kind woman reassured us that this entitled Karen acted weird and uncontrolled, and she suspected that some kind of illegal substance was probably involved with her behavior. Well, after that, we got a good story out of our family night, and the only thing this entitled Karen and her boyfriend got out of this were wet clothes and dirty looks. And you know what? I think that's a fair deal. How obnoxious of these people to act that way. While I definitely would not have poured water on those people that were acting like that if that was my mother, I most definitely would have gone up there and said something. Because that's just inappropriate. You don't mock somebody and put them down simply because they have some kind of physical disability. That's really unfair and that's really gross. So hopefully they learn their lesson. And next time someone wants to pass them in the movie theater, they should just be a good person and let them pass. Otherwise, they just might get more water poured on them. I accidentally gave my neighbor the wrong phone number, and I feel so awkward about correcting it, I honestly don't know what to do. I'm a 22-year-old female, and I recently moved into a new apartment, and my upstairs neighbor and I recently got introduced because I got a new kitten, and it was screaming throughout the night, so I went upstairs to ask if he could hear her. I didn't want to disrupt my new neighbors, so I introduced myself, and we got to talking a little bit. Now, when we get home from work, which is usually around the same time, we would sit and chat and just try to get to know each other. A few days ago, I was a couple beers into the night, and I decided to write my number down on a sticky note and go upstairs and hand it to him. I tested my handwriting out on one, scrapped it, and wrote it down again. I went upstairs, handed it to him, and he seemed really taken back, but still was very interested in hanging out. I was anxious but excited, because it seems we have a lot in common from our short talks. Anyways, it has been a few days, and still no text from him. It was at that point that I was starting to worry that I might have creeped him out a little bit. And that's when I looked down at my first draft of the note that I had written him. And I'm pretty sure I wrote my freaking phone number wrong. In my defense though, I have three phones. Two for work and a new number for personal reasons. I am so flustered and I wonder if I wrote down the wrong one on the second draft that I handed to him. Do I go upstairs and apologize? I'm worried I might have gotten it right and he just hasn't texted me yet. I don't want to come off as a creep, but it would also be nice to get to know him, even just as a friend. He was incredibly receptive to me giving him my number, so I don't know why he would be waiting to text me. I could also wait until I run into him again, but we don't see each other that often, and the last time we spoke, I gave him my number. Another option is to write the correct number down and post it on his door. Like I said, I don't want to be weird if I actually got it right. This is such a tricky situation, and I honestly don't know what to do. This is actually really funny, because I can totally see this happening. I can see you absolutely giving him the wrong number by accident, or at least second-guessing your judgment when you were just a little impaired. So honestly, I don't think it's totally out of the ordinary to go up to his house and be like, hey, it's me again. I gave you my number the other night, but I have three phone numbers, and I'm pretty sure I gave you the wrong number. Here's the correct number. And then you just give him the correct number that you want to give him. And here's the best part. If it is still the number that you gave him, then it's all good. But at least you can go about this in such a way where you're trying to correct a potential mistake, which I think is totally reasonable. And who knows, maybe he has been trying to text you and get in contact with you in some way, but he hasn't been able to get through because your phone number is wrong. There's always a chance that you did get it wrong and he has the wrong number. So that's why he's not texting you. So I say give it a shot because honestly, who cares? You're both adults. You're both working for a living. And I highly doubt he has any time to really think about the logistics of you giving him his number. And the best part about it is that once you've given him the actual number and you've at least corrected a potential mistake, the ball is then in his court. So if he does text you or call you, then you know he's interested. But if he doesn't reach out, then that could be your sign and you can move on and find other friends. But overall, this is honestly just a very hilarious 
hilarious situation to be stuck in, and hopefully it all works out. My new boyfriend seems to have moved in with me, and now I'm trying to figure out how to get him to leave. I'm honestly at a loss, and I don't know what to do. I've known my former client, who turned into my friend for several years. He has always lived in another state, so I would talk to him and text message him several times a week, but I would only see him in person once or twice a year at professional conferences. He got divorced, or so he said, two years ago, and said that he moved out of their home into an apartment. Well, about two months ago, he came to visit me and ended up attending an event with me, and as a result, we ended up becoming romantically involved. He flew back home after a few days, and then said he wanted to see me again. So we traveled together and had a great time, but I could tell that he was being very stingy on paying for things, which seemed weird for someone who claims to have a very successful business. Anyway, he recently confessed to me, after I made the discovery, that he never moved out of his home from his marriage and was living with his ex because he was trying to save money, mostly because he was just broke. He ended up telling me he was coming to visit me and was going to stay for as long as I wanted him to. Now, as a side note, I have a 16-year-old son 50% of the time, but as often is the case with teenagers, he is a bit sporadic with his schedule due to sports and I have a good relationship with his father, so we aren't very specific on custody times. We let our son do whatever works best for him. Well, when my boyfriend flew here, I told him that I wasn't comfortable with my son being home and having my boyfriend in the house sleeping in the same bed as me. He said, okay, I understand. He then offered and said, oh, well, maybe you can just say I'm taking the couch. Now, my home is only a two-bedroom, so I said no. My son is too smart for that. So I told him that I would need him to go to a hotel that evening. But the kicker is, is that he would have me pay for the hotel. He thanked me profusely, but I'm a bit in shock here. So he flies to my town for a probationary period, as he puts it, to see if I will allow him to move in and literally had me pay for his hotel when I told him he couldn't sleep there because my son takes priority. Fortunately, my son had practice last night and didn't come to my house, but that won't be the case tonight. So now I have to pay for my boyfriend to go to a hotel again. He doesn't even have a car because he told me that he sold his when he left town. I feel a bit shocked, mainly because I was very much into my boyfriend and now I feel like I'm getting swindled or something like that. What should I do? I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I thought you would like called The Reslayer's Take. It's a brand new all-ages actual play from Critical Role that follows a new group of adventurers within Exandria. After six misfit mercenaries are rejected from the elite monster hunting group The Slayer's Take, they band together and battle supernatural creatures across the rugged continent of Isilra. It has fresh adventures for a longtime critter or is a perfect first dip into the world of Critical Role. Check out the first episode if you like what you hear and make sure you follow The Reslayer's Take wherever you get your podcasts. I think you need to trust your gut on this one. This guy does not sound like he's being honest. And if anything, it definitely sounds like he's trying to move in. He has nowhere to go. He has no money. His business is failing. He even sold his car before he came there. Like, why would he do that? Also, the original poster's boyfriend is 45 years old. That's old enough to know how to figure things out, and that should be old enough where you can pay for a hotel for a night. So, if anything, I would definitely have my guard up, because the way he's acting is super sketchy, and I think if you just put your foot down and say, no, I'm not doing this for you, and set some very clear boundaries with this guy, it will probably go a really long way, because otherwise, I think you're going to be stuck with this guy, and I honestly don't think that would be good for you or your son. My girlfriend of four years broke up with me because she thinks I'm cheap, and I honestly don't know what to do. I've been dating my girlfriend for four years now. We argue a lot, at least once a month, but I do love her, and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. So we had a big argument the other day. She told me that a guy should at least give his girlfriend a gift of 
$1,000 just to show how much he really cares about her. I told her that I completely disagree and materialistic items should mean nothing in the relationship. She then said, If we date for 10 years, you're telling me that you wouldn't get me something for just $1,000? And so again, I asked her why she putting so much emphasis on materialistic values. She then said that I was being cheap and that I'm glad I showed her my true colors. She also said she finds me worthless and told me that I make her feel worthless and like an absolute piece of garbage because of my response to what she said. So I then asked her if I gave her a $3,000 item for our five-year anniversary, would she love me more? She hesitated and then she said something that absolutely blew my mind. She said, yes, because it shows that you cared to shell out that much for me. I told her, but how does this strengthen our relationship? How does this fit into our goal? I also told her if I got you a gift for that much money, chances are in a few weeks we are arguing about something entirely different and you would tell me not to guilt trip you because I bought you something expensive. I told her, okay, well that's not me and I don't expect something of a high price. For reference, I barely make a steady income right now and I still am trying to find a new place to move into. But after I said that, she got mad at me and she said, when I ask you for nothing, you will throw this in my face. You make me feel like garbage. And when she said that, I was just beyond confused. I let her vent and then she actually said that I show her no respect. She also said I don't appreciate her as a person and told me to go date other women because she will start looking for other men. So she essentially just ended our relationship over that. I never even responded back because when she gets this angry, no rational conversation is ever going to happen. I thought letting her vent was the right move here. We've had big arguments before and when she tells me that she needs space, I back away. But then she just keeps going and going, which now has obviously led to her just breaking up with me. I'm honestly at a loss on what to do and I'm beyond heartbroken. What should I do? This is honestly a weird situation because this definitely sounds like your girlfriend really does value gifts and money a lot more than she values her boyfriend. And I guarantee you that whoever she goes on to is absolutely going to get the same treatment, like 100%. So I would not be upset about her breaking up with you. This is probably a blessing in disguise. So if anything, congratulations. Don't get me wrong. I totally understand that this is a really painful situation and none of this sounds like something that I would personally want in a relationship. But to be completely honest, she's just trying to get money out of you and based on what you've described, she basically sees you as her personal piggy bank and you are so much more than that. And I'm honestly surprised that you stuck around and dealt with this much as it is. So I would take her seriously. If she really wants to break up, then just let her go. Because someone who acts like this and is this obnoxious about it clearly has ulterior motives in my opinion. And to top it all off, I don't think this was a good relationship to begin with. So maybe it's time to just move on and find somebody else. My husband's friends treated me poorly and despite him knowing that this is bothering me, he won't stick up for me and tells me just to deal with it because he's a people pleaser and he hates confrontation. And at this point, I don't know what to do. So my husband and I have been together for four years and married for one. When we first got together, he was friends with two girls who hated me off the bat because they had had crushes on him and he didn't reciprocate. I would receive messages and comments from fake accounts online saying that I was ugly or that I was pretty and he only wanted me for my body because of that. We would go to events and there would be a small group of people there who would refuse to say hi or interact with me but fully interacted with my husband. After a lot of time and passive aggressive actions, he finally cut them out and blocked them. However, some of their friends who are mutuals with my husband continue to be cold towards me. Over the last four years, there have been periods of back and forth. For months, nothing will happen and things will feel great. Then suddenly, someone I don't know who was 
close with the two women will randomly view my story on Instagram without ever following me. A former friend admitted to me once that they constantly talk crap about me behind my back and gossip to me to other people. It feels like when I see these random views on my social media, it's probably because they are all hanging out together and gossiping. I have mentioned to my husband how it's weird and it makes me feel uncomfortable. My husband just shrugs it off and says to ignore it. He continues to talk to them and joke around on social media despite their treatment towards me. I'm tired of feeling disrespected like this on both fronts. I feel that my husband should stick up for me and at least call out their behavior. Something as simple as, why are you ignoring my wife when we're both right here? Or even something like, is there a reason you randomly followed then unfollowed my wife within a week? At least some acknowledgement that something passive aggressive is happening and it's being noticed and discussed between us. I wish he would present a united front with me, but I feel very much alone in this right now. We have fought and argued about this issue many times before. Our therapist pointed out to him how it's weird behavior for these people to do this. I've told him if any of my friends were disrespectful towards him, I would take it personally as disrespect towards us. He really believes that just because this terrible behavior isn't directed at him, that he has no reason to put distance between them or call them out. I'm feeling extremely depressed today about this, and he's just ignoring me still, sitting on his computer doing nothing about it. What should I do? This is a terrible situation, because I think to some degree, your husband really is a people pleaser, but he's pleasing the wrong people. He's trying to keep the peace with these extended friends, while basically ruining his marriage, which is not fair for you at all. He has no spine, and he's basically a jellyfish. The way he's acting and the way he's just allowing this to happen is really disrespectful towards you, and I think you really do need to understand that. Any reasonable spouse would step in and say, hey, stop treating my spouse like garbage, because for him to just sit there and do nothing is a silent note that he's basically accepting that, and it's not fair for you at all. And I'm sure this is a constant knock at your self-esteem. It's not fair to be treated this way. So I think you really need to express again to him and make sure he understands that this is not okay for you. This makes you feel terrible and you've got depression over this. So hopefully this works out and hopefully he's able to step up to the plate and be the man that you would want him to be. Because if the roles were reversed, I'm sure you would step up to the plate and help him out in his time of need. My wife watches annoying YouTube videos for hours every night and I don't know what to do. I work from 9 to 5. She works weekends and some weekdays. Mostly during the evening from 7 p.m., our daughter goes to sleep and she starts watching YouTube. It's not loud, but I can hear it. I mean, I work during the day and I hear people talking. I talk to a lot of people as well. And while I'm at work, I talk to intellectual people and I quite enjoy it. But when I get home and the evening comes along, I would like some peace. I have a gaming PC and I play about one hour a day and watch YouTube or movies for another hour. I do that mostly on my headphones as I like to hear it loud and immerse myself. However, as 7 p.m. kicks in, she starts watching absolute nonsense stuff like housewives or some vlog videos about makeup, stuff like that. I understand this is probably only garbage for me, but not so for her. She loves this stuff. I am an intellectual person and I get very frustrated whenever I hear dumb people talk as well as when there's just nonsense being spoken about and the stuff she watches has absolute nonsense scattered all over it. Hearing this every night for three to four hours is very annoying. I would love some peace. She sometimes watches a marathon of series, which I really don't mind and often do enjoy getting into myself. Something like a Netflix series or something along those lines. Anything with a high quality of production. But the YouTube videos that she watches, I honestly just can't stand them anymore. The worst part is she has AirPods. She could use them, but when I ask her, she just gets upset and just tells me 
me that I need to put on my noise cancellation earphones. I can't wear that in bed, and I would love to fall asleep sometimes without anything playing around my ear. She stays up till midnight usually, and I often hear that garbage playing till that time. Also, when I go to bed early, like 9 o'clock p.m., she comes with me. I understand that it's great that your partner comes with you, but I would really enjoy some separate time in a room. The only way I can do that is to come to bed and then go back to the living room when she is already in bed. What should I do? I agree with the original poster to an extent, but I also really don't like his attitude. Like, sure, you don't like what your wife listens to on YouTube, but I'm sure she could flip the script and say that she doesn't like the games that you play and she doesn't like the videos that you watch. I mean, this definitely goes both ways, but I can't agree that when you're in bed, it's time to turn things off and go to bed. Laying in bed and watching YouTube videos with a noise on, I can completely understand would disrupt your sleep and make you feel miserable. So I would definitely say, hey, that at least has to go. And I think there might be some way to come to some kind of compromise where you can both still be happy and enjoy your time to yourself while also allowing the other person to basically do what they want. I think you just need to communicate better. And a lot of this post really only focuses on the original poster's feelings. And it kind of comes from the angle of like, well, what are you doing for me lately? And I personally feel like you need to think about your partner more. So talking this out and coming to some kind of compromise would probably go a long way. Otherwise, you might as well kiss your sleeping schedule goodbye. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.